What up, what up? Hey. We are back. This is Alex, a.k.a. the Fantasy Football Hustler, back at you. Nelson Tynes in Hollywood, California. Hey, Bogard Scott Free in Parts Unknown. And we are breaking down Varsity Blues, and this is Act Number Three. Last time on Silver Screen Breakdown. Our man, John Moxon. He takes the guys out on a strip, a strip club adventure. They get their first loss, but they have made it to where they are going up for another district championship. But Coach Bud Kilmer knows about John Moxon's academic scholarship. And he said, if you don't do things my way, your scholarship is gone. And now he really finds himself in a tough position because he's realized once again, he loves football, but he hates himself. Some Bud Kilmer, he doesn't know what to do. He goes over to Jewel's house. He's just explaining to her what's going on and what should I do? He was like, if I play, it's like I'm just feeding into everything that's wrong. And it's so funny because, like, she does not give two shits about any of this football stuff. She was like, you want some cheese with that wine? (laughs) She does not care at all about any of his first world problems with this stupid football team. And that's what's funny about their whole dynamic, just in general. Bogey? It's people, when you're invested in something, like sports, obviously, for example, my, you, my, I was devastated when my Niners lost the Super Bowl. Other people that don't really care for it, it's just it's another day. It's a Sunday. Mighty Bud Kilmer. She well, sometimes the fans take it harder than the players do. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I learned that when I was living with those pro athletes. They'd, lo- they'd lose. Let's go drink. All right. <laughs> Let's go. They get over it. They're still getting paid and making money. The season's over. Yeah, we're just shitty, but life goes on. It's business for them, right? Um, Yeah. Yeah. The difference. That's what it comes down to. And you hear that common, it's it's a common reoccurring thing with athletes that are like career guys. They get to a point where it's like, I want to have my life, live a life now. You know what I mean? He's probably looking at it like, man, I don't want to. If I dedicate my life to this football, this is your kind. Some people, they might just not have their heart in it. You know what I mean? And Mox seems like he never did. Maybe a a lot of those guys. Oh, sorry. Maybe when he was younger, but he even like when he's talking to Jules, he was like, "Yeah, I'm like I love football when it's pure." He was like, "But this isn't pure." Yeah, he tainted it. Bud Kilmer taints it, and it's. It's like when you're like, man, from the outside looking in, and you're like, dude, you're playing for the best coach and this and that. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, no, you don't know him, bro. Yeah. Oh, You've seen the behind the scenes shit of what's going on. Not everybody has. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, they then she just told them, go out there and be the hero. Just go out there and be the hero. And what's his response? Heroes win. What if I lose? <laughs> Already not thinking oh. like a winner. <laughs> what if I lose? Then you're a loser. Realistically. I don't know, man. That's 
Mark, that's not Moxie. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, I thought the casting was interesting of like how they cast the girls, especially because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. his girlfriend was cute, but she wasn't as good looking as the the blonde one. Uh, Jules is that her name? Jules? No, Jules is uh, the brunette. Oh, the uh, brunette. No, Darcy is the blonde. Oh, Darcy, Darcy. And that's what's crazy because Amy Smart in other movies she is usually playing a blonde, but in this one she's the girl next door. She's not the love interest necessarily, or at least she's not the traditional love interest. How about that? Oh, okay, that was Amy Smart. Yeah, very young, very young Amy Smart. I mean, she's still like over eighteen. Young. We saw her in the Butterfly Effect. That was another one. Oh and yeah, and then she yeah. was the blonde in that movie as well. In every iteration, like that. Wow. All right, Amy. <laughs> go, Amy. Go. <laughs> and so he goes. They go out there. This team, this Gilroy team. They said they're a two A team, and since they dropped to three A, they've been killing people and they've been hurting people. And they come out the gates like as they come out that they can't handle them. Like Gilroy looks like a pro team compared to them, at least in the first half. They are getting their asses whooped. They cannot, it's like the DBs cannot keep up with the wide receivers. Wendell can't get things going out of the backfield and everything that they do with their offense is predicated on the run. So just everything is not going to plan in the first half of this game. Yeah, bud. Yeah. You know so much. And then Wendell ends up getting hurt. That was another thing, too. It was like he came up lame on, like, his hamstring. Maybe it was, like, a quad or a calf or something like that. And then he just gets smashed. Just gets Yeah, a little hitch in his giddy-up. Yeah, it was not good. And then when it gets to halftime, that's what going down. You see him on the trainer's table that Lance was on when he was getting the shot in the knee. And it's like the trainer and the coach are telling him to do it. He's going to be fine. And Mock sees it. He comes in. Him and Tweeter come in. And he was like, what the hell are you doing? And he was like, don't concern you. Shut the door. And Tweeter's, I heard a pop, coach. That didn't sound good. And, like, coach isn't having it, man. Like, he said it. He's his black workhorse. That's what yeah. Wendell said, That what he treats mm-hmm. him like. He doesn't give a fuck about him at all. They're about to give him this shot. He ain't trying to give him no recommendation to any BCU. No. He said that his mom was doing all the uh, recruiting for him. He wasn't calling nobody. And no, kid, not Gilroy, California. So this one was Gilroy, Texas. I, I said the same. I said the same thing too, kid, because Gilroy was and Gilroy was and like Salinas. These were like little football towns, like in Cali. Like that was like the the closest thing that I could think of growing up. That was like. So, some sort of like a varsity blues for sure yeah and where it was so, like always a big deal even to be in the even to be in the band you know what i mean for sure and so the coach is talking mad shit oh you're gonna listen to them they don't know nothing about you don't know nothing about dedication and team spirit and all that or whatever the hell he said and then lance comes in hella pissed yeah but i don't do it wendell yeah. it's not worth yeah it. yeah he, he was like oh, yeah he's like nah, I, he went in there and was like, what do you mean what do you say? He, like, was he vouching? Yeah, How he do you win it? Yeah, he said, but I do. Yeah. yeah. And, and I said, what? You about to listen to this, Gimp? Yeah. Right. 
and seeing who knows how bad Lance's knee would have been if like the very first time when he got hurt, if he just missed the time to let it recover, maybe he yeah, got then then he had all the scar tissue develop. Yeah. He's getting these shots like every single game before every game, I'm assuming, is at least what they lead us to believe. What up, legendary one? What up? So ridiculous. So yeah, he says it. Moxon, he's the first one. That needle goes near his leg. I'm out. Find yourself another quarterback. And oh, fine. And they kind of have a little stare down for a second. And he was like, and I'm out. Oh, great. Finally. Tweeter, you takes the snaps. <laughs> nah, coach, I'm out. And then Billy Bob, I'm with them. Like everybody is turning on Bud Kilmer right now. They had enough of it. This is when I talk about the coming to age moment and like becoming men, this is them finally grabbing their balls and standing up to the probably the biggest authority. The oligarchy. Authority. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll come a Dante. <laughs> so what do you think about just that whole dynamic bogey when everybody finally grabbed their balls and told Bud Kilmer how it's going to be? You know what I mean? They, they, they grabbed their balls, threw it over the shoulder. Was like, <laughs> That's some big ball. You know what I mean? Respect. You know me, I like, I'll be trying to, you know, like when I watch movies, I don't know if I, I actually talked about this today. Like whenever I watch movies, and I always did this since I was a kid, I try to find a character and I'd be like, yeah, that's me in this movie. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I didn't identify with not, with not near one of them until that moment. I was like, okay, yeah. And who'd you, you, like, who'd you identify everybody? with during all that? Who, me or Bogey? Bogey. Oh, maybe you couldn't hear me. Oh, oh I thought you said Nelson. What was that? Oh, no, yeah. Who'd you identify with? Because you said that's what you were thinking. Oh, man. About. Shit, Moxon, bro. Because you got to be the leader. Right. He led those men right there. Moxon, for sure. You know what I'm saying? That's what you're supposed to do. You're the quarterback. And he stood up for his guy. He didn't like the way he's, he's like, he stood up for a lot. He embodied a lot of things right there. He stood up against racism. Yeah. <laughs> he stood up against dictatorship. And he liberated his homies right there. He led those men. He was congruent and consistent in every step of the way, man. Yeah. He every never faltered, huh? You know what? He had Moxie. See, where, where <laughs> That's he's called Moxie, right? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Where he up in this one was turning his back on the coach because he knew that the tables have already turned. Only way we're going out on that field is without you. But then he turns his back and John Voigt rushes him, starts choking him out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he couldn't believe that he even did that. No, he, like the coach the, was like, what, what am I doing? What? The look of shock on his face and this mother. Yeah. That's all I see in like his face. This wasn't really choking me right now. <laughs> <laughs> and luckily, everybody had his back at that point, so they all pull him off. It was only like yeah. a second that he had his hands around his throat. But man, that's how much of a crazy he is. Yeah, he that kid. Okay, no, no. okay, no, go ahead. I say, I was, I do identify with Moxon, but. I see John Voigt played that coach so well that I still I started to feel for started to feel for him a little bit. Yeah, because of on the outside looking in, if anybody yeah. else there's him telling the story, these kids just turned on me. I've never done nothing except being a good coach to these kids. That's him telling the story, and then everyone else telling the story. Who knows? They never even they still that statue still stood. After this, they said he never coached again. 
never coached again. They finally stood up to him. What yeah. was awesome about the second half is like Moxon's been right this entire time. You got to do things the unconventional way against these conventional teams. And Lance Harbor is now going out there and he's the interim coach for Bud Kilmer. He gets everyone in there and he says, we're running the oop-de-oop for no running backs, no tight ends. We need four wide receivers and Tweeter is going to be the one-on-one on the other side. And then what's Moxon say? And then I'm calling the plays at the line. The defense won't even know what hit him. Everybody's confused. Like, what? We're about to Let's do go. that. And then they go to work. <laughs> and it's crazy. This is the throwback to the offense that, Miss, what is it, Mississippi Valley State University and Jerry Rice was running back in the day. They stole their offense from them. Pretty awesome. They had it right. Stealing goes a long way sometimes, huh? That's for sure. Now, I guess we got it back to the game, but before, let me backtrack for a second. And where I'm going to play this is, well, the Moxon speech. That was pretty heroic. That was good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Moxie, let's run that. Let's run that beautiful bean footage. Man, I'm not going to because we already got it. I don't want to do anything that that could jeopardize anything, but. And listen oh, to it. I thought they got us already, though. Listen, no, it could it could happen again. Listen to it. Listen to it in podcast form. You'll be able to hear it there. Might even be able to see it on the YouTube upload as well. But yeah, this was one of the better speeches in any football movie that that I can really remember. And like, pretty much the moral of the story is Bud Kilmer's an asshole who said you guys are going to remember <laughs> this is the next. The, this next 48 minutes is going to define the next 48 years of your life. And that's his dad. And like all those other guys, like they probably got this exact same speech mm-hmm. <laughs> and like they're living that life. And they're living that. It's like they got stuck in a quagmire of time, like a time mm-hmm. loop. For right, sure. Bogey? There's a time yeah. loop that they, that they couldn't get out of the event horizon. Ooh. The gravity just pulls them in and keeps them there. They, they probably listen to the same music from high school, even 20 years mm-hmm. later. Yeah. Or 30 years. They're was it? Trying to relive later? the glory. 30 years later. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, it's crazy how he has that much. It's like generations of people that he's affected. Not really in a positive way either. I know that the dads are like, man, shit, these boys have the times of their lives, but they all seem pretty up in their own way and that they're still just stuck in the past just in an era 23 years straight so it's like they it's like even though they ain't playing they still relive it with this town every year because the town was just on fire so it's like this it became monotonous right and then look think about it for the coach too this is his legacy like yeah. he was like he was really pissed. He my perfect season got yeah. perfect like, season. That's all he cared about. It's yeah. yeah, it's not about he's already the best, but now it's about yeah, you know, like I gotta be the un- undoubtable dominant best ever. You know what I mean? And he'll do it. And all these guys, uh, all these players, they're just commodities to him. You know what I mean? They're not actually he's not treating them like actual humans, especially the colored ones. You know what I mean? The colored I mean, ones. Look at Lance. We're talking about him being the best QB in the entire state of texas where i mean that that means a lot even in today if you're like the best quarterback in texas that means something and like 
man, he pretty, he ruined his entire career by throwing a needle into his leg for who knows how long. And it just took one bad hit to completely ruin that knee. And all he wanted clean hit too. Cause he just wanted to dominate the high school years, right? He don't care what, what this kid's going to do on in his future. And now he's like, I'm going to squeeze all the juices. Like literally. Yeah. Not even just figuratively. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. And Moxon though, man, this is just such a nice speech. He loves talking about these heroes. <laughs> we go out there and we just give it everything we got. Like we got nothing to lose. That's heroic. Let's be heroes. There goes my hero. <laughs> man, so classic. And uh, it, it it's not easy for them. They're already down. They're down by, I don't know what they're down by. It's, they're either 17, down it by, was 17-7. Uh, no, 14. I, I think it was 17 14. Or yeah, I was going to say, I think they were down a tug. Yeah, something like that. And so they go down, they're doing their oop de oop offense. They go down and score. <laughs> and then it's just like they still can't stop, like Gilroy, though. Like they, they still can't stop them. Like, that's the thing. Even though they got a little bit more hyped up and they called a different offense, they still can't stop Gilroy. <laughs> yeah. yeah the other team got a field goal, remember? That made yeah. it 17 to 7. Right. And then there was seven. Then they got a touchdown, 17 14. And there was a. It was, it was 14 0 when they. Oh, uh, no. You're right. You're right. They had 14 7. Yeah. They had one. But then it was way to hit to make it 17 7. That's what it is. It's 17 7 at halftime. That's what they were coming out in. Or did they kick the field goal? It was 14-7. Then they it kicked four, the It was 14-7. They kicked the field goal, made 17-7. There we go. And then they start running the oop-de-oop, and then that's when they get a little bit more in range. And everybody is hyped. Like, the stadium is hyped. They finally – they're running five wide receivers. Everybody is freaking out on the sideline for the other team. Everybody yeah. is discombobulated. Nobody knows what to do. Discombobulated. <laughs> and then John Moxon – like instead of this time going like they they kept running the one guy on the right side but then when he throws the touchdown he does like a little pump fake and then throws it back (laughs) throws it backwards to tweeter who's in there for the touchdown and but gilroy though man these guys they're getting in there they're about to run out the clock that this whole second half goes by like super super quick they're about to run out the clock and what's billy bob do Coach Lance, put me in there. We'll block this punt. And, oh, what? You want to play? You want to play special teams now? Put me in there. We'll block it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Man, and this is just one of the, the thing that I like about this, just like with any given Sunday, how they slow it down. They pick the certain mm-hmm. times, like really go into extra slow mo. This was one of those times. You got the music in the background blaring. Billy Bob just like smashing two linemen just getting him out of his way and then hitting the last guy who's blocking and then tweeter gets in there blocks the punt and because it's high school football there is no like returns or anything you stop the punt up the clock stops and everything just just stops right on the dime you get the ball Whoa, right what's there that? one sec you said there's no returns on a block punt in in high school yeah if you block the punt it just it the play's dead and it just switches sides oh did not yep. know. Did not know. So they're still running their oop de oop. They're probably at midfield, like right now. And 
So the, he tells Tweeter, you better get the hell out of bounds. And Tweeter does not. <laughs> he, run, he runs the route. He does a good route, but he doesn't get close enough to the sideline to where he can get all the way out. They keep him inside. <laughs> and Moxon, he does his classic clock play <laughs> where he stops the clock by throwing the ball at the mascot of the other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> knocks him down. Knocks him down. Got Knocks him off the horse. And then... Lance, he knew what play to call. He knew the exact play to call. You see him doing the hook and ladder. The hook. I was about to say is the hook and the hook and what you might call it. Yeah, the hook and ladder. There you go. Yep. Like even we don't know. Like even if you know nothing about football at all, you know what he's doing. They talk about the hook and ladder earlier that they're doing, and then throws the sign out there. <laughs> Moxon is hyped because he knows this is one that could get it all the way in. Pause. <laughs> and it's so funny because, like, Billy Bob, you don't think this play this play that I run down the field and act like I'm lost? <laughs> so funny how he, like, describes it. <laughs> and, man, this was another one, man. This was one of those epic climax moments is the only way that I could describe this one. Oh. Ultra slow-mo. And everything just worked out. Things of glory. Everything worked out perfectly. It really did. Moxon throws it to Tweeters right in the spot where as soon as he gets hit, he's able to throw the ball right to Billy Bob. And like when that ball is up in the air waiting for Billy Bob to catch it, it seems like it's like 10 minutes and he actually catches it. He could never catch it before. Finally catches it and just right away. Shucks the guy off with the stiff arm and breaks like five tackles and carries four guys to get in there. Billy Bob's the guy who got him all the way. He is the heart and soul of that team. And Billy Bob caps the game with the winning touchdown. I like that. It, it was fitting. For yes, sure. he does. It seemed like there was more going on with Billy Bob for the whole arc of the film than there was with Moxie. Because it's, yeah. it's the father-son like dynamic between him and the coach and and the yeah. rejection of, oh, oh, this is like my dad, but he I'll never be Lance either. And, and I'm talking about because no, every, nobody was Lance on that team. It, it was all about protecting this guy. And, and then like he was just the punching bag. Yeah. Like, once everything went awry, he just started dumping it all on Billy Bob. You know what I mean? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you think about the football play in this movie, Nelson? And it could be compared to the last ones that we saw or not. You know what? They're all like similar, really. They all really seem like that different. They all were slow-mo. Very dramatic again. You don't know if it's if, if he gets it to the last second that the ref puts his hands up. It was like that. So it was very dramatic, all of them. And uh, I don't think there's any other way to shoot an ending like that, really. Yeah. That's going to really draw you in and compel you that way. Because it's almost predictable at the same time. It's warranted based on what you've been watching for the last two hours. Yeah. What like, else could they do different? I don't know. It, it works. It's Hollywood, right? Oh, yeah. One thing, too, is I love the yak. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's so just what? the yards after the catch. I mean, like he, he had to fight for that shit. He had, to, you know what I mean? 
And also, too, man, just at, just watching this movie like now, it's crazy because man, rest in peace, Paul Walker, man. You know what I mean? And Billy Bob. And Billy Bob. He died in what twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what, was yeah. What? Yeah, What's I remember it it, that was that was fairly yeah. recent. Yeah. The one of the reasons why the football looks so similar is because they have the same football coordinator for the movie. Oh said, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I said his name earlier, and I'm just like spacing on it right oh, now. Wow. He's in all these movies, and he's usually playing like an opposing coach and like talking shit like on the sidelines. Like he really gets into like, the coach role, like when he's actually he's smart. He's, he gets a little back in on the movie too. He's like, now nah, I got a role. He's like, yeah. first I was paid to be like a consultant, like an on set. You know what I mean? What do and they I, call those? The ones that are like authenticators. Well, he, He's legit like the football coordinator of the movie. Oh, yeah. Know. So he in there, we're working with the script. But this is how. Okay, yeah. Okay. I guess. He's, these are the plays that are going to work good for these shots. and Because it's all about, just in any sports movie, it's all about doing things that, like, look good on camera. There's a lot of plays that they could run, but they want the ones that are looking a little flashy out there. The flashy passes, the flashy runs that are not just going right up the middle. A lot of sideline to sideline stuff. and. A lot of passes to the flats where they were getting a lot of things going as well. But that's why we had a lot of similar football looking stuff in these in in all these movies. West Coast offense in these football movies. Yeah, for sure. And Office said, what was Paul Walker's position? Because James was the QB, right? So Paul Walker was the superstar quarterback who got injured in midway through the season and and then the Dawson, John Moxon, he was always the backup to him. And then he got to play. That's going to be nerve-wracking going in, though. You're back up. Okay, time to go in. Do it. You're like, oh, yeah. Have you, ever, have you ever been like an understudy or anything where you were in that position, like acting-wise? No. No, I haven't. That's just play the characters supporting or lead. Um, I think you meant in a sense say like you're like have you ever done have you ever done like theater? You ever done like theater where the star went down or had the flu or something? You're like they're like Nelson, you're up. (laughs) No, I've done theater and stuff, but not in that situation. No, thank goodness. That would be tough though. That would be good. Yeah, it would be. I totally agree. That would be good to hear some insight from anyone who's ever been in that position where, yeah, literally like Bogey said, someone gets the flu or someone's sick and maybe it's something that's going on a handful of days out of the week and the show must go on. Yeah. And you usually get two quarterbacks hurt and you got a third. Right. You have a third and then what does he know? Yeah. <laughs> so this was – Take a snap. Take a couple snaps. What was that? Was this a book ever or was it – did he – no, it was just – because the screenplay is like awesome. Whoever wrote this, the dude who wrote it grew up in Friday Night Lights. So he okay. a lot of this. He said he took from his own personal. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. You were saying that. Yeah, and but the drinking and all that—that's not unique to Texas or anything. But just a lot of things that he was seeing going on at the time. He did say that one time he walked in on someone having sex on like a washer or a dryer or whatever. So that's why he wanted to put that like in the scene like as well and then he said he said his girlfriend like playing with whipped cream 
And he said that, that was one of his fantasies to see her with the whipped cream bikini. So he got to bring some of the fantasies to life. He got his wish. <laughs> but this one, man, this one was always one of my favorites. And Nelson, I'm glad that you picked up on that. It was by design where we did that any given Sunday, the professional serious one. Oh, yeah. Okay. The college comedy and then the high school dramedy. It's like it was a mix of both of them because there was a lot of comedy mixed in, but there was a lot of serious stuff and a lot of crazy behind the scenes stuff. Are we doing Little Giants too? No. Well, actually, hold on. Let's see. The next ones that we're doing. I know. I was like, I know. I was like, I know we got another football one where we're going like back in time even more. Like, not little giants. I looked at the list. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. So there is a little. Yeah, little giants is in there. So necessary roughness. What oh, is in there? Necessary roughness. Next week we're doing that for our man Stu. That was like his favorite, just football movie that he always talked about. And if we were ever talking about movies or like, what's the best football movie, he would always be like, <coughs> Why is this one not on the list? Yeah, <coughs> he would be appalled. Yeah, rest in peace to Stu. And then we're doing Little Giants the week after that. And then on August 18th, we will be live in Vegas at the 420 Crew Mansion. And we're going to yeah. be down Vegas vacation. One thing that we're going to do, though, while we're there, it's going to be really dope. We're going to do a paid in full watch along. With Nelson, who's actually in the movie. You guys do not. We are? Oh, in yes, Vegas? we are in Vegas. We're not going to. That one, we're not going to record like a live podcast for that. But we're doing a watch along of that movie. Why not? Oh, no, that's cool. I didn't know. I, I'm, I'm surprised here. <laughs> oh, why, why not do a pod? Fuck it. And Derek. Derek's got a request. He's He's been talking about it for, for a few weeks now. Ever <laughs> since we... Ever since your scene in Paid in Full went viral all over social media, he's like, we got to get Nelson to say the line. Right now? No, no, in Vegas. Hey, oh, Derek, right I'll do it in Vegas, sure. <laughs> Derek's, Derek's, on, Derek's on my jock, huh? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and Nick said, hell yeah, Nick's going to be there on Saturday. We're going to be doing Oh, that. yeah. All right, Nick. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Nick. There hanging out is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And then after Vegas vacation, we're bringing it back to fantasy football. We're going to be breaking down the league season number two. We broke down season one. It's been, I think it's been a couple months now since we broke that one down. All these seasons are pretty short. They're only like eight, eight episodes <laughs> or so, and they're like 30 minute episodes. And that's going to be a fun one to break down. And then right before the football season starts, the last football movie that we do, this one, to do this one, we're going to need miles and miles of heart to break <laughs> down the replacements. Hell yeah. Oh, is that, is that the Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Gene Hackman, that one is a classic. Yeah. Yes, it is. I love Gene Hackman, bro. Yeah. The original Lex Luthor right there. For sure, for this sure. Still, yeah, Gene Hackman's one of the great, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the greatest oh, yeah. actors. Um, yeah, there's still a lot of good football movies that we didn't even touch on. Like I said, right. I remember The Times was one, Friday yeah. Night Lights. Yeah. There's quite a few that's still un, unscathed. Yeah. yeah. 
And I feel like that's just going to leave us in the future because we're always going to have a football season coming up every year. So I think breaking down different football movies, it's just a fun thing to do. Yep. We get into the the Halloween season, like October. We definitely got to do some scary movies. Yeah, I'm down to do a hockey movie, you know, when hockey season's going to start, just to do it. Maybe a basketball movie when basketball season's about to start, just to keep a sports theme mixed in. You remember The Sixth Man? Love that movie. Love it. Actually, we should do a hockey movie. October 1st, I think it's the first season and that's because your vegas is like the champions yeah oh we should, we should do a hockey to honor your own city there we go Where's that one? the stanley cup the lord stanley cup is in vegas right now and alex is sitting on it not telling anybody about it it is crazy because wow <laughs> how old is that team three years old i think it's a couple years older than that but yeah, yeah no, there it's it is. uh 19 19- 2017. I looked it up. Just I didn't know that the GS had one until two, two or three months ago. I didn't know there was a team there. Hey, oh, was that the LA team like moved there or something? Like, no, what? it's an expansion team. It's yeah. okay. So it's a brand LA, new. and there's another team I think in Seattle or Winnipeg or something. That's crazy. Okay. They come. I don't know. The, I don't. Those one of those. I think Seattle has a team now too, right? Yeah, the Kraken. Six years. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Six years the in practice. the league wow. and two finals appearances and one finals. Yeah, that's like, amazing for an expansion team. That's unheard of. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Year. So they, they actually was, won one too. Because remember Jacksonville didn't like Jack, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They went to the title game like back-to-back years. I think those first couple of years under Tom oh, Cotton. With, 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 um, they never won it though. They never even went to the Super Bowl either. But they got to the AFC title who's game. Who's the quarterback? Did that the, the Tall dude. What's his name? Like Bortles. Oh no, no. This is this is when they first made the team. Oh. <clears throat> oh, the Jaguars. So I'm thinking of the Titans. I'm thinking of the wrong team. Oh yeah. Are you talking about Steve McNair? Yeah, McNair. I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah he was dope. And Nick, the Hustler Green Bowl is not filled yet. We're working on it though. We're super close. We are super close. Yeah, we just we. There's a bunch of maybe's that we just that we're, we're like. They're conveniently not getting back to it. Of course, everyone's like, I want in. Yeah. I'm about big money leagues, bro. Everybody just waits. Yo, where you at? It's it doesn't matter what we're doing. Everybody just waits till the last second. Yeah, it is Always true. how it goes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, so are we, are we doing the closing statements? or? So we're gonna, yep, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into ratings. Oh, and- yeah, ratings. Sorry, ratings. Yeah. So the way that we do the ratings around here, and you can add an additional rating scale into this as well, but I like to grade it on if you would own it, and then if you're going to own it, you can elaborate a little bit more on why. Five-day rental means you really like it. Two-day rental means, eh, it was okay. And then same-day rental means it sucked. We had to get it out of our possession. We're never watching it again. And Nelson, we'll let you go first since this is your first time watching. Five, Alex. All right. Five day rental for five, Alex. That's a good one. <laughs> From now on, I'm saying all my ratings like that, Alex. Five, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> oh, Nelly, I'm I'm with you on this one, but then it's I started thinking like if I was like if I had my football movie collection section, 
like this the football section of my movie collection i would have to have it i'll own this joint you know what i mean yeah for me this was one i remember seeing this in the movie theater when it was available on i'm pretty sure vhs I had no, not VHS. We're already in. When did it come out? Ninety nine. Yeah, ninety nine. So we're already. Uh, in. Yeah, they had DVDs. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I was already on collecting DVDs at this point. I had it on DVD, got stolen, and then I bought it again when it was on Blu-ray. So I've actually purchased this movie twice, at least in my lifetime already. Oh, wow. So, if I, when I see you in Vegas, will you give me that one and no. then buy another one? No. Okay. <laughs> Here's what I do now. <laughs> I don't like it for my collection. If anybody wants to borrow a movie, it's a thir- it's a thirty dollar. What do you call that? A thirty. It's a thirty dollar holding fee. Holding fee. <laughs> yeah, because then because I, I know that they're just gonna keep it anyways, and I'm gonna have to go buy another one. Yeah, I got a lot. I got a lot of movies and like sports movies, especially and yeah, football movies like. Really, the collection is not complete without this movie. This is probably the ultimate high school football movie, like ever. Like, that, like even Friday Night Lights, like the TV show. I can't even really remember the movie too much. They use this exact same storyline, which is a common storyline of the star QB going down and all that. But same kind of thing. Like when I first watched Friday Night Lights, I'm watching it and I'm like wow, this is like Varsity Blues. <laughs> this is really just Varsity Blues that they're like turning into a TV show. A TV now. show, yeah. Because that was all the feels that I got from it. Yeah, so you know what? I was going to say this. Yeah, if I was collecting football movies, then it, it, I would be. As far as how much I liked it on that scale as a five. Mm-hmm. However, if I was going to collect like I want to get like 10 football movies or stuff. That would definitely be on there as owning it. So it's like borderline that to five day rental. Yeah. So I could totally see that would totally be in there on top of the list for a collector's group of football movies to have. Cause it's really that in Friday night lights. I can't really think of any other like high school, like football movies necessarily. Cause like little giants, that's when they're kids. All these other ones are college and pros. I don't even know who started in Friday Night Lights. I just remember the name. And seeing, I don't. I, I, was Billy like, Bob, when was that? Two thousand what? The Friday Night Lights. It's like two thousand two, two thousand one. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think I might have. Uh, been, I might have been in high school. Okay, so two thousand and four. Okay, I was out of high oh, school. Two thousand four. Two thousand and four was the movie. And oh, then, so it's a little later than I thought. Because yeah. there was a movie and a TV show. Yeah, there's a TV. Yeah, I remember the TV show later. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was a little earlier than 2004. I don't want. Yeah, was right. it Billy Bob Thurman? Was he the coach in Friday Night Lights? Yeah, in the movie. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, and then it was. It was crazy. The cast in it was a bunch of guys who nobody's but then you get a guy like michael b carter who came in like the third season and this is 2008 so he's still he's not nobody then michael b carter i don't know michael b jordan but michael b jordan why did michael yeah i was gonna say (laughs) michael b jordan jackson carter jordan jackson there's a so my girl 
we bullshitted long enough. I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah, I think it was the first silver screen breakdown ever I didn't do on mushrooms. I think ever. This is the first one. I knew there was something different about you. Yeah. I thought you might have got a new haircut or something. I was wondering. I just I put I just put the babes down for a nap and then jumped on. You know, said and I was just like, like I knew there's something different. I'm supposed to see you guys next week. Hey, that was like a short week because there's like having a Monday night game football and then we play again Sunday. Right. Because we just did a Sunday and it's, a, it's Friday. Yeah. We had two two this week, <laughs> technically. Heck yeah. Um, go, go subscribe to the podcast if you have not silver screen breakdowns. Please on. subscribe, yes. Did we get there? I'm no. refreshing. We're at 98 still. No, we're at 98. Yeah. We need some people to go just make some YouTube accounts and go do it. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah go subscribe to the youtube channel silver screen breakdowns go subscribe to the podcast the podcast version is awesome as well sometimes you're going to hear more because we can actually keep the scenes in on the podcast exactly youtube sometimes they're shutting us down on that and they won't let us keep all the scenes in so that's what's cool about the podcast version and episodes drop monday wednesday Friday and Saturday if we have bonus content. And Nelson, remind them where to find you at and everything you got going on. I am delighted to remind everybody, Nelson Times, you can find me on YouTube. One of the actors that was in Pain of Full is known for the movie with Superman as well. Back in the day, a couple other TV, episodic TV shows, <laughs> Soul Food, and uh, there's a couple others too on HBO. So you find my demo reel and my acting montages on YouTube and Instagram on there, Nelson Tynes underscore. That's T-Y-N-E-S is my last name. And uh, follow me. I'll follow you back. Please and subscribe what we're doing here with these two good fine folks, uh, Bogey and Alex. Yes. And remember, if you're looking to find me, let me remind you, the earth is my turf. Universe, give me money. We'll see you next week. Nice. Next week. Silver screen emoji picture shit. This ain't a dream. We really lit this shit. Don't intervene. Yo, we with this shit. That's where the most high. We the most lit.